That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This is the Pulse of St. Louis. Welcome to the Pulse of St. Louis. I'm Shirley Washington. You know it is the season of giving and nonprofits throughout the Gateway City area are preparing to brighten the lives of others this holiday season. And the need in our area, well, it's great. Joining me now, Rita Sweener. She's the founder and executive director of Santa's Helpers Incorporated. Becky White, she is Direct Services Program Manager with United Way of Greater St. Louis. And Kristen Weil, she's Executive Director of Operation Food Search. Thank you all so much for being here. I am so excited. Rita, let's start with you, but I wanna talk about the history and the mission of your respective organizations, but let's start with you, Rita. Our mission is to ensure no child without a gift this holiday season. So we wrapped Christmas gifts in Christmas paper, Hanukkah gifts in Hanukkah paper, in front of Muslims, we give them the gifts unwrapped, either a couple of days before or a couple of days after Christmas. That is so awesome. How long have you been doing this? This will be my 51st year. No! Yeah. 51 years? Rita, that's fantastic. Oh my gosh, now how did this get started? I was a student at University of Missouri, St. Louis. I was president of the Evening College Council, and one of my faculty members came up to me and said, I have family fell through the cracks. We're at St. Vincent Paul Society, it's a single mom, with five kids, would a council, council sponsor the family? And I said, sure. Well, the council decided it wasn't student government work, but they did it that first year, and I just continued after that. Oh, God bless you. That's amazing. So amazing. Thank you for what you do. That's fantastic. Becky, it's your turn. All right. <laughs> so the 100 Neediest Cases program is coming up on almost 100 years in the St. Louis community. So we're excited to, uh, we're preparing to celebrate our century. And um, we're kind of experts at bringing together people who want to help with people who need help. And uh, so we'll help over 4,300 families this year, um, anticipate raising about $1.3 million. And, um, you know, it's helping people, making sure that people have a, a present to open, but also helping with things like a winter coat. Um, many of our families need help with basic needs, things like groceries, utility bills, rent. And um, the, the St. Louis community has, uh, has, has been there to help and, and provide that assistance. Yeah, that's amazing. Kristen, tell me yeah. about Operation Food Search. Sure, so the mission of Operation Food Search is to nourish and educate our neighbors in need to heal the hurt of hunger. And we've been around since 1981. Um, started off a, a group of very committed community members, recognized that food was being thrown away at the same time that there was this increasing issue of hunger in the St. Louis area. So they came up with a creative distribution plan and that's, that's where we all, we began. Um, now we're working with uh, about 200 community food partners to distribute food in both Missouri and Illinois in the St. Louis region. But then we also have a very robust nutrition education program. Um, we work on uh, policy and advocacy to impact legislation that impacts uh, those who are in, in need of food. Um, so we've sort of expanded our scope, but with, with our same overarching mission to end hunger. And this isn't something that you just do during the holiday season. This oh, is right. all year round. Yes, unfortunately, it is a, it's a year round issue. It's heightened over the holidays, especially we work with a lot of children and children who are on 
winter break from school are missing out on those free meals that they often get in their school cafeterias, breakfast and lunch. So it's especially important that we are able to get food out to families. Because um, a lot of families are having to decide whether to purchase food or pay their utility bills or their rent. Um, so we, we have a, a after school meals program that exists during the school year, but even during, during breaks, uh, kids can get food at St. Louis County and city library branches. Um, so they're able to at least, at least get one meal consistently throughout winter, winter break. And on the weekends. Yes, oh yes, we have our Operation Backpack program. Um, so that feeds about 8,400 kids um, throughout the school year. Um, we're able to provide really nutritious food that, again, since they are, are not getting the, the meals at school, um, they're able to tie, be you know, tied over until Monday morning. Yeah, yeah, and this sounds like there is a great need in the St. Louis area for all of these services. Rita, do you find that to be oh, the yes. case? Last year we did 632 families at Christmas and 60 homeless at Christmas in July. And this year we're finding we're already over 150 families more at this time than we were last year at this time. Wow. So the need has gotten even greater. Yeah, so tell me what is it like when you deliver those gifts? Oh, the kids just light up, the parents start crying. And we ask the Santas to let the kids open their gifts and help them put the batteries in their remote control cars or their toys, because a lot of them don't know how. So we give each Santa a little toolkit to take with them so they can make sure they have the right tool to open the kids' gifts up and put the batteries in for them. That is so awesome. So do we call you Mrs. Claus? A lot of people Mrs. do. <laughs> <laughs> how fun is this for you? Oh, it's great. Most people call me Jewish Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. The Globe Democrat gave me that nickname way back. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So, Becky, how great is the need in the St. Louis area? The need is very great. You know, we see we work with over 60 area nonprofits, and um, those social workers and caseworkers help us to identify the, the families that benefit. Um, they all are at 125% of poverty or below, and um, provide some sort of documented unmet need that you know they um, have experienced a life event that has has really changed how things work. Um, maybe there was a car accident. Maybe someone's sick, a lost job. Um, and then they give us the list of things that would, would make their holiday brighter. You know, and, and these are things like, I have a utility bill that I, is in threat of disconnect. I'm worried, how are we gonna stay warm? And those, those adopters, those donors, have that opportunity to, to warm their holiday, um, both physically and, um, and, and emotionally. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Preston, you talked a little bit about um, our students and making sure that they are well fed. Mm -hmm. What about families as a whole? Does your organization contribute to families as well? Oh, absolutely, yes. We feed about 200,000 individuals every month, um, so consisting of, of really every age. Uh, so it's really important that we're, we're trying to stock the shelves of our community food partners to make sure, you know, food pantries, homeless shelters, transitional homes, to make sure that they have food that is, you know, ready to, to go to families in need. And, and tell me about your demographics. I mean, because sometimes people think that these are people who don't have homes, but sometimes they call what we'll call, um, I guess, working poor, people mm -hmm. who work every day still can't make ends meet. Absolutely, I mean, there often there are families who you wouldn't imagine are in, in need of food. Um, people who, I've, I've coworkers who say they've learned that neighbors down the road that they would never expect are in need. And it's such a, it's, there's stigma, unfortunately, surrounding it. And a lot of times people don't want to acknowledge that they need help. Um, so it's, it's really important to make sure that 
you know, we're reducing the stigma. Um, one, one example is in the, in the schools, we are now working on helping districts convert to a breakfast before the bell to breakfast after the bell, um, where every child is served breakfast in their classroom after the bell has rung. So it's not an issue of a child having to get to school early or being identified as needing a free breakfast. Instead, you know, they're just one of all the classmates that are getting breakfast in the classroom. And that does so much for self-esteem yes. as well and confidence right. to know that you're not being singled out or isolated for any particular mm -hmm. reason. Exactly. I think that's a great idea. Well, yeah, that's we're, wonderful. We're really working on it, on it statewide. We have a, a Missouri Breakfast Coalition that's made up of representatives from teachers unions and um, Department of, of Secondary Principals, Elementary Principals, really a lot of people who have a vested interest in making sure that kids are ready to learn because they're, you know, they have a full tummy and they can focus on their schoolwork and uh, so it's great. It's really expanding in the in the area and our, our goal is to get to at least a 70% participation rate amongst kids who are eligible for, for the free breakfast program. That's awesome because research shows that children who come to school hungry they don't perform well during class time. Exactly. Right. Yeah. They're distracted. They yeah. can't focus. That mm -hmm. you know, we're we're getting reports from school nurses that they're seeing fewer kids. Often they're going because they're hungry, but you know, they they indicate that they're sick, but really it's just that they haven't had breakfast. And teachers are reporting that kids, you know, academic performance is improving. The behavior issues are improving. So it's an absolute win. Yeah. That's great. Becky, give me a sense of other resources that families in need can get through the United Way and different services that are available. Definitely. So the United Way 211 is actually a great resource to be able to connect families that are in need with the, the things that they're looking for. Um, it's a confidential free service that we offer. Um, you just dial 211. It can be dialed from a home phone, a landline, or a cell phone. Um, and it connects you with a specially trained um, navigator who they'll ask your zip code and to make sure that they get you connected with our partners like Operation Food Search and, and Santa's Helper to get connected and, and find the, the help that they need. Um, and so, you know, also if they're looking for holiday help, that is something that they can call and ask for as well. Um, the United Way partners with agencies across our 16 counties in both Missouri and Illinois, um, again, to connect people with the help that they're looking for. And then also for people who do want to give that help, we offer um, stlvolunteer.org, and that's where you can find um, many different ways to share the holiday spirit. Now, is it a long process or is it a long wait period? I mean, how soon can families get that resource that they need? It, you know, it depends on what the resource is. You know, it, it um, oftentimes, because it's, it's a referral, it is where the, the navigator's gonna tell you, um, you know, okay, here's an agency in your area that is providing, let's say you're looking for utility assistance or, or a food pantry. Um, they will give you that information and then that client reaches out. It can be very, very quick though as well, um, where if it's just, you know, oh, well here's the application, that can, can move, um, I don't wanna say instant, but it, yeah. it can be very quick. So it depends on the type of help that they're looking for. All right, good point. Gotta take a break, stay with us. When we come back, we'll tell you how you can get involved, how you can help brighten the lives of others this holiday season. Stay with us, we are back in a moment. To hear more, listen to the podcast. Just search for The Pulse of St. Louis. 
Welcome back to the Pulse of St. Louis. You know, we're talking about local nonprofits that are making a huge difference in our area, not just during the holiday season, but all year round. Now, I want to talk about each of you and what you need for your respective organization. Rita, what do you need right now to help make those dreams come true for everyone that you serve? Our biggest need right now is African-American dolls for children one to five and also Barbies for those six and up uh, games. We have almost run out of games. We need games for all ages, starting all the way down with Candyland, all the way up to Game of Life or Monopoly. Now I know our viewers are listening and I know they're gonna come through for you. So what do they need to do if they have those dolls, those African-American dolls or the Barbie dolls or the games, what do they need to do to get those to you? They can bring them to our warehouse, 1401 Pierce, 63110. Uh, they can call me. They can call my cell. I'll find someone to pick them up wherever they are. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that people come through? Oh, yes. St. Louis is the most giving community in the world, I think. We have hundreds of volunteers that come in every year. We have organizations that send groups of people in, businesses, send, and our landlord, CK Welding Supply, is phenomenal. Their whole group is coming up to wrap, put our bikes together, because you get the bikes and cardboard boxes. The men come up and they put all those bikes together and they clean them up and make them look really great. And a lot of the women wrap gifts and type. And some of the women put bikes together and some of the men type. <laughs> That's, organization. Awesome. That's awesome. Now, when do you make the deliveries? Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. That's awesome. We have Santa's actually go to the home. That's awesome. Rita, that's amazing. What a great organization. Becky, what do you need? So this time of year, um, we need folks to help us to, to raise the money that will go to help provide that assistance to families. Um, they can visit us at 100neediestcases, so 100neediestcases.org. Um, it can be as simple as, as making a donation. Um, they, we also offer that they can adopt a family. Um, we had a call the other day that um, a business wanted to participate and they were heating and cooling business. And as it turned out, the family that they were matched with was looking for, needed an air conditioner. And so um, it, it, amazingly, that was who they, they matched with. We can, we can be, um, you know, you can tell us what you're looking for as well and we'll match it. We had a family that was looking for um, a family with kids the same age as their kids. And so they used it as part of their tradition to teach their kids about generosity and helping. Um, so whether you want to make a $10 gift, whether you want to adopt a family, you can have an event at your work. We're talking with many different businesses and corporations. There's lots of ways to participate. That's so awesome. Awesome, Exciting. awesome. Preston, what about you? What do you need? Um, I'd say there are three ways people can help. Uh, one is to donate food. Um, all the, the St. Louis County Library branches are accepting food donations right now through December 31st. Uh, and we have a lot of corporations, community groups, family schools that conduct food drives for us, which is really helpful. We get about a million dollars worth of food donated through those food drives throughout the year. Um, so that's another way to help. Um, we take financial donations that can be used to purchase food. Um, for instance, all of our Operation Backpack food needs to be purchased as opposed to, um, we get a lot of food donations from, uh, from Schnooks, from Deerbergs, from Straubs, are three of our, our big ones. Um, but we do need to purchase food so uh, people can make financial donations. Actually, Deerbergs right now is running a Hunger Never Takes a Holiday campaign through the end of December so people can make financial donations there. They can go to our website. They can contribute on what we're calling Giving Foods Day. 
a twist on Giving Tuesday, December 3rd. And the third way people can help is by volunteering. Um, I, I think volunteer, that's a common element for all of our organizations. We have about 6,700 volunteers every year who come in. Um, they do everything from fill backpacks for kids, distribute backpacks to schools, help out with our, in our warehouse distribution. Uh, some people assist our nutrition education staff in teaching nutrition courses to, to kids and adults. So we always love, we rely heavily on, on volunteer support. Yeah, and then you mentioned the financial aspect, that you get financial donations as well. So what percentage of the financial donations actually go to the people that are in need or to provide services or food for right, people? Right, right, about 97%. That's huge. So, yes. <laughs> That's huge. So it's really, I mean, those, those donations are, are critical to our fulfilling our mission. Right. Becky, same for you? I mean, um, Actually, we are, are lucky in that the 100 Neediest Cases is, has two main supporters, one being the United Way. Um, these are our main partners. The other being the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. They actually cover all of our administrative fees. So 100% of your donation when you give to the 100 Neediest Cases goes to those families in need. That's awesome. Rita, what about you? With us, 100% goes to the children. That's so awesome. Isn't that amazing? It is. They, especially that you're able to do that because some organizations, like you were talking about overhead and administrative fees and costs and all that that's associated with that, some of that percentage will go towards that, but not in this case, and I think that's terrific. Chris, one of, one of the things that's really neat is we do not have to pay rent. CK gives us a space free, and they cover all utilities. Wow. So that what really helps guess. us out. It is. Uh, that's a, it's a that's marvelous fantastic. organization do that for us. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing, Rita. And they've done this for the entire time that you've been in existence? No. We just moved there uh, four years ago. Mm -hmm. And they've been with us four years. Oh, that's that's awesome. What a gift that is, right? It is. It is, <laughs> it is just, it really helps because rent is very expensive nowadays. Mm-hmm. And we need like 12,000 square feet because we keep growing and growing and growing. Wow. We also need some Santas. If some of the men or women, we have male and female Santas, want to volunteer, they can give us a call too. Yeah. Wow. And so do you provide the outfit for we Santa? We provide the outfit. We yeah. provide the <laughs> list. We give them like just five families. We route it for them. So they can go. They can, it takes them about two, three hours at a time. And they get to get all the hugs and kisses from those kids. Oh, I know, right? Now, that's a special yes. gift in and of itself. It is. We do <laughs> the work. You, they what get time the reward. do you get started in the morning? On Christmas morning, mm -hmm. we start at 5.30 a.m. Mm -hmm. On Christmas Eve, uh, depending on what area. Some deliver in the daytime, some deliver at night. Depends wow. on the area. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And Santa's busy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. So tell me, um, what do you say to people who may be watching the show and kind of on a fence about whether they want to volunteer? What do you do to, to tell them, yeah, this is something you really should do? Christian, let's start with you. I mean, it, it just makes such a difference. If you think about, you know, a child who might not have a Thanksgiving dinner or might not have a Christmas breakfast, I mean, it, it, it really, truly has an impact on really anybody, child or adult, um, who is, who's struggling. And, and the holidays are a particularly difficult time when you know, people see others that are more fortunate not having to, to think about what their next meal is gonna be. That's true. Becky? You know, volunteering, I think, is a great tradition here in St. Louis, and it's a great holiday tradition. It's a, a chance to um, connect with your neighbor. It's a chance to make a difference for somebody. And, and I find um, when I volunteer, 
I get more out of it than I put in. You know, it's yeah. a, a wonderful way to celebrate the holiday. It's a wonderful way to spend time with people you care about as well. Absolutely. Rita, put a bow on it for me. Volunteering <laughs> is one way to beat depression. If someone is depressed, the best thing to do is go volunteer. And you're with other people to talk to, and you know you're helping someone. You're putting a smile on a child's face. You're putting a smile on their parents' face. And that feeling you get when you volunteer can never be beat. <laughs> you guys are awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank, Thank you for you. what you do in our community. We appreciate it. When we come back, we're going to tell you about an event that is very popular, and we're going to introduce you to a guest who is well-known, especially at the Mayor's Ball in St. Louis. Stay with us. We are back in a moment. Welcome back to the Pulse of St. Louis. You know, the Black Friday Ball is November 29th at the Crack Fox, which is located at 1114 Olive Street in downtown St. Louis. The event gets underway at 8 o'clock. Now joining me now, Maxi Glamour, one of the most successful artists in the St. Louis area. Thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I love your look. <laughs> thank you. So how do you describe it? What, 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 what is it? Um, so I'm the demon queen of polka and baklava, and I know that's weird and quirky. That's just kind of what my look is. You know, I'm really inspired by um, the past and kind of revisiting history from a queerer, more black perspective. And that's what I'm doing for you. So tell me about the event that's coming up. So we have the Black Friday Ball. It's going to be a real ball um, with Vogue dancers, and I'm offering $100 to the best Vogue dancer in the city of St. Louis. And I'll be also paying um, the best runway another prize. And I'll get trophies for bringing in Lucy Stuhl from Chicago. She's an amazing black drag queen. And Molten Decadence from Kansas City. And Jeez Louise from New Orleans. And some amazing local talent. You are very popular at the Mayor's Ball. How long have you been doing the Mayor's Ball? Um, I've been doing the Mayor's Ball for about three years. I love it. Really? Maybe four. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is such a good time. And I tell you, I remember the first time I met you, I think it was three years ago, and I couldn't believe your outfit. And you were telling me how long it takes you to do your makeup. Tell me about that because it is just awesome. Well, today's kind of a simpler look for me. It's, it was about three hours to do. Sometimes it takes me about six hours if I do a lot of intricate things where I'm painting my whole body. And you know, it's, it's all about expression. How am I feeling that day? How do I want to represent myself? How, how do I find my art being stagnant and how can I change that? Because I think sometimes, Society, artists, and everything gets kind of stagnant. We gotta kind of stir the pot so things don't get crusty. And you were telling me that you even teach courses on makeup, even at Wash U. Yeah, um, I taught uh, a class at Wash U about makeup and costume design, and I've taught at the St. Louis School of Burlesque and in many places all over the country how to do my look and how to do like other looks that I find inspiring. And yeah, it's really fun. So how do you do that? How do you go about creating your look? Um, so this is my signature look. Um, it's pretty much based off of like Krishna, because Krishna was so black that he was blue. And sometimes, you know, after, after the Ferguson protests, you know, I really had to claim my blackness. And I really was like, I am proud to be black. There were so many times. And so I used this blue to kind of emphasize that. And the rest of my body is black, and I, I show it off as much as possible. Tell me about the event, and what can people expect, those who attend? So in, in the queer scene, we are all subjected to oppression. You know, even in small facets, we are subjected even more. And the black queer people are some of the most marginalized in the world. 
and this event is to celebrate the diversity, it's to celebrate the art that sometimes get overlooked because I think in the media we have a lot of cis white heteronormativity taking up the time and I want to uplift black people, I want to uplift queer culture to make sure that we are in the spotlight and we are not forgotten. You've been in the spotlight. You've been in television shows. Tell me about your latest project. Oh my gosh, yes. I was on the Boulez Brothers Dragula season three. It was a competition based in Los Angeles and we competed for the crown. And I didn't get the crown, but I got a, I got a lot. I have started conversations all over the world about being non-binary, the fact that my pronouns are they, them, and that I'm not a boy and I'm not a girl and I'm just a human and that's okay. Yeah, and then what is the reaction from people when you talk with them? Um, sometimes they get starstruck and I'm, like, oh my gosh, it's, <laughs> it's nothing big. It's, I'm just a, you know, a person in a, a blue face and a wig. But they, it's <laughs> a blue face and a wig, you're a lot more than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I am a part of the revolution and I, I have noticed a lot of people have asked me how they can join the revolution, how they can stand up for what's right and how they can fight for people. And that was probably the most impactful thing and most important reason that I went on that TV show to make a difference and help inspire people to not be complacent in white supremacy. Well, thank you so much for being here and have fun at the ball. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I <laughs> hope right. to see you there. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for joining us for Pulse of the Pulse of St. Louis. If you missed any part of the show, download the Pulse of St. Louis podcast in the iTunes or Google Play stores. And remember, for News 24-7, download the free Fox 2 and News 11 apps. I will see you next time.